Do You Make Podcasts? Want to learn about podcasts? Want to find other podcast listeners or guests? Join us Friday, February 8th at Robusto by Havana Mix for Podbox Episode 2 from 6 to 9 p.m. Come out and witness podcasting speed rounds from featured podcasters, including The Three Bearded Kings, Grindset, The Startup Life, Juice 901, The Junt, Real Thinkers Pod, Soul Ties, Bluff City Buzzer, and of course, Verbally Effective with Ina Esco. It goes down Friday, February 8th from 6 to 9 at Robusto Bahavana Mix, Podbox, Episode 2. Hey, what's up? This is Brian with the SQ901. I'm 99BWeezy on Instagram. Follow me, Bucci Bucci Baby. Bucci underscore Bucci on IG. We're just two of the SQ901. We're a family. Yes, yes, yes. And we are chilling with the one and only Ina Esco with the world famous Verbally Effective Podcast. Man, y'all better quit playing and download and listen to this joint. Download, download, download. Hey guys, it's your double E, Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. And guess who I have with me here today? I have music video director Yo Ali. And you've probably seen him doing videos for the likes of Drake, Blockboy JB, Offset. And he is here in the studio with me today. What's up, Yo Ali? What's good? What's good? How you doing, sir? I am blessed as always, you know, putting in the work. Yes. So, I mean, you've been very, very busy. I mean, you know, I really love how you put your videos together. You're bringing something different to the film video (laughs) industry, I think. I appreciate it. Is that what everybody's saying about your work? Yeah, they love they love my look. I got I got my own kind of little vision of how I do my motions and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to dive deep into your work with the filming. But I want to start at the beginning, as always, with my guests. We're going to talk about your background. So you're from Memphis. Always. 901. 901. What part of Memphis I'm did you Orange grow Mound, Orange Mound. Orange Mound. Okay. Okay. So how was it like growing up in Orange Mound? I mean, it's cool. You know, you, when you're a kid, you don't, just really, you don't just really just see everything as you do when you're an adult. So okay. I just saw this, like, you know, going to the candy lady, hanging out outside, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you get older, then you realize how bad it actually was out there. You're like, ah, oh, dang, that's what I was in? The man. <laughs> the man. Okay, so where did you graduate? I graduated from Germantown. Okay. So we ended up moving. When I got older through high school, I ended up moving, like, the Cordova area. Okay. You know, so we ended up getting zoned over there. Did you want to move? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you, you know, did. when you get older, <laughs> when you realize where you at, you don't want to be there no more. <laughs> Okay, like what grade was that you moved to Germantown? Shoot, when I when I came to the Germantown area, I think I was like fifth grade, mm-hmm. like about fifth, sixth grade when I got there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so right when I just started being more influential and stuff, started understanding stuff more, that's when we had took a step out of there. Okay, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I got two brothers. Really? Mm-hmm. Are they younger or older? I got a younger and the oldest. I'm the middle. Oh, wow. I'm the Are one y'all who they tight? forgot about. No, <laughs> don't say that. Is that how you really feel? No, nah, I'm being funny. But nah, we all real close. Mm-hmm. Like, well, man, my older brother, you know, he he won the reason. He kept me protected, everything I know. And then with my little brother, I make sure everything my older brother did for me, I do for him. Wow. Do they, like, hang out with you on your recent ventures with always. him? Always. We always. They right we there, huh? <laughs> okay, so when you went to Germantown, what activities did you get involved in? When I was in Germantown, I was just that dude who they knew that ran track. Oh, like, you I was ran just that track. fast dude who oh, ran track, but then okay. I was also the dude who kept getting suspended. Like well, I just had what? a mouth talking, talking back. back, but to me I wasn't talking back. So okay. we gonna—I don't want to get too much in detail. Get into but the I was detail. just that person, like 
you know, teacher say something to you, I want talking back. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna give you my opinion on it, mm-hmm. you know. So right. they, you know, teachers didn't, you know, they ain't want to hear that. And not especially not the German yeah, town. Yeah, not no German town. <laughs> not no German town teachers. I don't know how I end up there, but they ain't want to hear none of that. Were you popular with the ladies at German town? I was cool. I mean, everybody just knew me. Just that bad dude who could, mm-hmm. who was real good at sports. Mm-hmm. So like, they knew me. What did you run in track? I ran track. I uh, did like the 400. I did the 100, 200. Oh, you was fast for real. <laughs> All the relays. I was I was fast. Really? Yeah. Did you want to do something with that upon graduating? Originally, yeah. Like, Originally. So, uh, coming, when I was getting ready to graduate, I had three scholarship offers. It was the Boston, Louisiana Tech, and then the third one. I cannot remember that school. It was a school I did not want to go to, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, what ended up happening was... Basically, from my like my disciplinary, I was getting in trouble and stuff. It kind of messed up with my grades, so I didn't mm. really get to uh, accept none of those. Wow! So, mm-hmm. what did you do after you graduated? Man, went to Southwest, uh, mm-hmm. went to Southwest Community College, tried to get my stuff together. You mm-hmm. know, at the time, I was still when I first graduated, I still wanted to run track, and I was so into just being fit and everything. So, mm-hmm. I just I was just trying to work out of that, but then like my life just turned a whole different direction. Wow. So at Southwest, what were you studying? Uh, originally, uh, with biology. Okay. Mm. Okay. Are you interested in biology? Nah. <laughs> See, I was running in my, in my head. I wanted to run track and just be fit and work out. So that's you all put I the knew. Two together. So I just kind of put it two together. I was like science, personal training. Right. I was like, I'm gonna think of something. Okay. <laughs> so how did you transition into doing film? Now, what I do know is that you're very good friends. With one love, Theo. Exactly. And you know, he was on the Verbally Effective podcast. That's my good friend. If he brought want, me a gift. If it weren't for one love, Theo, mm-hmm. in all honesty, there would not be a Yo Ali. Really? Because before I met him, I did not even care for music. I didn't even care for rap music. What? I did not care for rap music. What was you listening to in the car? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I, was, I usually listen to like Shaggy. And stuff like that, like okay. that was that was my go-to music. Mm-hmm. I ain't just like I ain't really like music where it was at that time. Mm-hmm. But then when I met One Love Theo, him, his cousin, you know, they did music. Mm-hmm. So that being my neighbor, you know, I'm mm-hmm. like, dang, y'all do music. I never met nobody who did music, so mm-hmm. they kind of just exposed me to it. Mm-hmm. So then I started rapping. You was a rapper. I was a rapper. My real name. You can ask him next time you have What was your rap name? My first rap name. (laughs) I ain't gonna give you all my rap names. (laughs) Give me your best one. My first, my very first. It lasted like two weeks. It was Prince F C Junior. Prince F C Junior. Yeah, it was horrible. Like I just did like two songs under that name. But then I turned it to Kid Swag. Okay, that's a little And, like, bug. when I was around, you know, in high school, it started kind of picking a little buzz around my school. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the, at the end of my rap career, my rap career ended with Frederick Ali. Mm-hmm. Well, Kid Almighty first, and then Frederick Ali. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to Frederick Ali and just started full-time filming videos, and it just became Yo Ali. Okay. Now, before we jump into film, how long was your rap career again? My, my rap my rap career lasted my high school. It, it, it really? So it, you was kind of good. I was cool. He was good, Theo. He was good. I, I, I got some. Hey, I'm always have some balls, man. Okay, okay, drop me a cool eight. You gotta play a beat if you want. You want to hear you my cool eight? You need a cool beat. Eight. Uh-huh. I got beatbox. Hey, hey. <laughs> I got beatbox. We gonna we, we gonna do it one day. We gonna do it one day. I got you one day. <laughs> Dang, I'm now. I'm gonna get you a beat for this podcast. Over. <laughs> okay, okay. So you were rapping. What made you stop rapping? Um. Uh, 
I, I kind of realized, like, my interest in music was I liked more the creative side of it versus the actual be in that spotlight. Like, I just felt more comfortable always being behind the camera and just, because I used to film my own stuff. So I, what once, did you used to film? What did, were you filming? Like your, my, my your, own music videos. Okay. You know, I, uh, we used to try to promote ourselves around school, so we used to film like little funny videos. Like you remember the show Jackass? Yeah. And so we used to do the stupid stuff. Really? Yeah, but it was all, in my head, it was all a plan, a marketing strategy, so people can know I got some music coming. Wow. So I used to always play our music on them. So they were like parodies. Yeah, yeah, I always like parodies. We did like a Bruno Mars parody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the Drake, we did the Drake parody, Kendrick Lamar, like we were doing parodies. Mm-hmm. And being in high school, to be a hundred percent honest with you, one of them get, went slick viral at the time where YouTube was it, like mm-hmm. in oh nine ten. The Bruno Mars parody got like ten thousand views. Wow. The Kendrick Lamar got like thirty forty. Like, so I could go look it up now on YouTube and if see you do your thing. There, it you should can, be. Yeah, if you didn't take it down, it's up there. Uh, I, I took some of the parodies down, but mm-hmm. I don't think I took those specific ones down. Mm-hmm. So they probably still be up there. So when you all were like planning these parodies, were you like the creative piece behind it? You were like the wreck. Nah, no, we going to do this. I was over it because nobody, my brother didn't want to do it. Theo ain't want to do it. Nobody wanted to be over mm-hmm. none of this stuff. So mm-hmm. I was just the one to put it together. And then when it was ready to shoot, Mm-hmm. I called them like they was, they was Hollywood, you know. So I was telling them, hey, come on, I got everything together. Mm-hmm. Boom, that's what we're going to do. So how did you get the ideas together? You just had a vision or pretty much? I used to just sit there. Like I, I was that person who just, I just sit there with an iPod, you know, just playing music all day and just imagine just different stories, different ideas to other people's music and stuff like that. Like I used to listen to Eddie James. Mm-hmm. And I just think of like the music videos for those, and you know they wow. never made videos Mm-mm. for those. But that's, that's, that's the type of stuff I used to do. Wow, that's deep. You got deep on me. Oh uh, yeah. So I mean, cause I've never picked up a camera before. What was your first camera you ever purchased? My first camera, I didn't purchase. Uh, it was Theo camera. Theo I'm camera. Being, I'm being 100 percent honest. Okay. Was, I don't even know what kind of camera it was. It was mm-hmm. like a little red camera. Mm-hmm. But my first personal camera that I bought was a, a Canon Rebel. It was mm-hmm. like a T5i, something like that. Was that pretty good quality back then? Like for where I was starting off, it was great quality. Mm-hmm. You know, that was just me, not even going in a business. That was just me having a camera. Mm-hmm. So for where I was at, it was great. And so that's comparable to what do you? What's your go-to camera now? What is it called? Uh, the cameras, the cameras I have now is two of them. One of them, which is my GH5, which the 4K one. Then my other one I have a red cinema camera. Wow. So those are my two go-tos. Okay, and that films everything, and so you you call behind in the editing piece too, because it's like two different things I'm thinking about right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So let's back up a little bit. So let's back up. So you were doing the parody videos. You wasn't a rapper no more. So where are you in life right now after after Southwest? So, I mean, after Southwest, you know, uh, I went to U of M. I ended up transferring over to U of M. Mm-hmm. But to pay for that, you know, paying for school, because, you know, obviously I ain't no scholarships or anything. But that's kind of where, like, that filming, me shooting people videos, it turned from me filming my friends' videos to slowly getting to like other clients videos taking it more serious mm-hmm. as far as me being that videographer mm-hmm. not the video director yet but just that videographer just mm-hmm. you know just film and stuff so they kind of put money in my pocket to just kind of fund me for school and everything but that ended up turning to me being serious which got me where i am today when i start working with bigger artists mm-hmm. 
So when you were being a videographer, you doing like weddings mm-hmm. and yeah. so you didn't yeah. you didn't weddings. put your grind in yeah, nah, I parties. Was I was I ain't do parties. Okay. I, and uh, the reason I didn't do parties because it's too much going on at a party. I think I did the I did a showcase. I filmed showcases, mm-hmm. but I never shot an actual party. Couldn't do it. Why you say it's too much going on? Is it? I don't know. I had a I had a I had an idea for myself. And my and my idea as far as how I want to be looked at, I want to be known as filming music videos, you know, weddings, like promo videos. I didn't want to be that. I just didn't want to be that that party, that you know, that party cameraman. Mm-hmm. You know, and it wasn't and no disrespect for folks to do parties like they mm-hmm. do great work, but I just wanted to kind of just take myself towards that that other lane. So you already knew what you wanted mm-hmm. to do. Okay, so you're at the University of Memphis and. So I know you're an Omega Sci-Fi member. To the day I die. Oh, we to the good yes. How was that experience pledging? Oh, uh, we don't we don't we don't talk about that. Well, I'm not. <laughs> well, I, you know, I'm an AKA, so you okay, know, I'm okay. not trying to go deep <laughs> you know. like that. But I know you all have a pretty good, solid brotherhood with Omega Sci-Fi. Always. I mean, yeah. So, uh, with it, you know, with that going on, you know, I was experiencing that, and at, at the same time handling business, which was me trying to work being a videographer. Like right. Full-time. How did you balance that? Because the bros, they on it. your ass. Just went with it. You know, you, all you can do is pray. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stay true to yourself and just keep working. You know, it's a lot of time in the day. So yeah, you, it you is. just keep moving. Just no sleep. So you you doing videography. You were online. At this point, were you, like, doing the major videos? So at this even? point, at, at this point, the city I, I was I was known I was real known in the city. Mm-hmm. I wasn't known everywhere yet, but at that time, pledge and all that, the city knew who I was. Uh, me and Block, we was again. I look come up and we. I was working with other artists out the city, so like it was big. But like right when I finished, like right when I finished pledging, everything just that's when everything just like boom. Really? Like we just blew up. So how did you meet Block Boy JB? How did you all start working together? Uh, he just, uh, I mean, like I said, I was showing with everybody okay, at this point in time. Hit you so up. he just, he, he was in jail though, so he didn't hit me up. His brother had to hit him up, uh, hit me up for him. What? <laughs> he was in jail at the minute, so like he used to, uh, his brother be like, "Hey, my my brother told me to hit you up when he get out. We try and do a little video. I I bet. So then he got out, but he went back, mm. and then, I mean, it was the same thing. He was like, "Hey, don't forget, you know, we still gonna work with you." But then we got out of jail, they called me, and the next day we filmed a video called First Day Back on the Block. Mm-hmm. But it was legitly when he just got out of jail. Mm-hmm. So everybody, you know, it, it started just like that. Wow. And so, like, when you filmed that first, well, I guess that music video, was that your first music video? Oh, no, 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 no. You, I've been, like, before I worked with Block, mm-hmm. I had about 300, 200 to 300 videos in already shot. That's include music videos, promos, weddings, okay. and everything I've done. Okay. Like my catalog okay. was big before we did that. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then you start focusing in on the music piece? Yeah, yeah. So so when we came from that end, when me and Block started working together, it turned it turned from more of like turned from more of a uh, so much of like just the regular turn up scenes, you know, turn up videos with everybody and folks starting to kinda learn what I could really do. Cause they start being exposed to more of my other videos. Cause a lot of my other videos that I did like, like 
better production, like everybody acting in it, mm-hmm. special effects. Mm-hmm. They used to see it more because, you know, I had a bigger name artist. They, so they had to go back and look at my work. So it opened up more doors and ideas for everybody. Mm. So how would you describe, I guess, your craft? Um, what sets you apart from everybody else? Um, it, it, I mean, it's two things that I do specifically. They, like, c- cater to a Yo! I Leave video, especially when it comes to, like, the rap videos. One, I got this motion thing I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm running around the whole place anytime you do a performance scene. Mm-hmm. But, like, my niche that everybody come to me for, and I feel like no one can do better than me, it's when we got those storyline videos. Mm-hmm. Like, like we can, you know, almost anybody can do the performance videos. Mm-hmm. But, like, having a storyline video to where you got different angles. Keep in mind, you using one camera, but you got these different angles. Like, it's multiple, you know, it's multiple people on set mm-hmm. and everything. You keeping everybody dialogues right. You keeping it interesting. You know where something going to go. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was real good at that. Mm-hmm. To this day, I'm still real good at that. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing like people used to like when they see from me. Wow, I mean that's a lot going on at mm-hmm. one time. But but you've been doing this for a long time, huh? So, oh yeah, you know. So it's, it's we, we coming up, we coming up to four years. Wow. So you said Black Boy JB got out of jail. Y'all filmed the video. You said everything took off after mm-hmm. you crossed. Mm-hmm. So how? What? 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 What happened next? Champagne I, Poppy, where he coming from? Man, that whole year, that was it was a crazy year. You had your cross, you know, I'm the right. now. Right. Name in the city, and then, and then next thing you know it, you know, I get the phone call from Block, like, hey, you know, Drake hitting me up. But then, you know, when Drake, you know, we get on the three-way call, and apparently Drake been following me for, like, a week, and I ain't know. I was like... I'm like, well, when you it started checking happening? out your socials? What's going on? The first thing I did was, because <laughs> I just be working, mm-hmm. you know. Like, a lot of people who like me, especially, like, when it came, when I started working with bigger artists, and me and bigger artists, they like me because I was just professional. Mm-hmm. I ain't never been that person, like, who get who get starstruck, you know, mm-hmm. like, that. I'm just going to walk up to you like any other person. Best way to be. Mm-hmm. So, like, when, you, when they kind of when they kind of felt that vibe from you, like, it was immediate, like, we he cool. Like, he always, he always invited, he always allowed to come around. Wow. So... I remember when uh, Look Alive came out. Oh, Woo! Yeah. Man, the hardest thing when, when we shot that, you know, you know, I had to bring, you got to bring your friends there. Mm-hmm. So my go-to was Theo. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, um, you know, when we were shooting the video, we had to keep it on the low. And that right, was the worst because feeling. Because it was like, like people that didn't know that y'all mm-hmm. was shooting. It was like the video came out and they was like, well, wait a minute. It was in Memphis. Why we didn't know? But the, but this the only thing this would benefit me though, mm-hmm. cause we did a scene that uh love I, we did a scene I that see. love, mm-hmm. and people don't know you know who the song for technically speaking yet, but as soon as I walked in there, all you everybody see you know they know Drake in there, so everybody looking at Drake. But I walk in there after everybody, all you see Drake come Ali come over here come <laughs> over here. So I'm just looking off like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was on and popping. Oh, yeah. That's my dude. So you had the whole concept behind Look Alive. Uh, I mean, basically, I mean, when he called us about it, he just said, just do what we usually do. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really, you know, they just said, do how we used to do block videos, how we was doing at the time. And how we was doing at the time is just another, you know, just another person, no person mm-hmm. from the block, just turning up. And that was really, to me, um, a pivotal moment because after that video came out, it's like, you know, Drake threw Memphis a big-ass alley-oop, and it's just been going yeah. ever since. 
big alley you I mean that and that's real though. Cause I For mean real? right after that, right after that, everyone just started looking to Memphis. Yes. And a lot of folks don't realize that the only reason I know and seen it, because we end up being out there in LA with these people looking, like they just wanted Memphis artists. Still to this day. People right. just want a Memphis artist. Right, so you, I think you are a big part of that because you, oh, yeah. you had the visuals working. We ain't working. saying it, we ain't saying it, but. <laughs> yes, we saying but it. But if we going to. Ali, <laughs> you did that, Ali. Now, who are some of the other uh, artists you've been working with? Uh, I mean, another upcoming artist out of Memphis we did something with, he did the collab with Offset with me, was Duke Deuce. Duke Deuce. He was Duke. the one who had the uh, drip dance. Okay. So he QC new artists. He, he, he from Memphis, everybody love him up there. They working on him. So they, another person gave us a big break in the city. Who's showing mm-hmm. everybody stuff? Uh, we got to work with them. Got to do Twenty One Savage stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just like a different, it was like a whole bunch of different artists. You know, mm-hmm. did Hoover's Pablo. You know, just out there in Atlanta, just meeting people, just just yeah. linking in and working. When you worked with Twenty One Savage, where did y'all mm-hmm. film? Uh, we did the Rover Two Point Oh. Wow. It was like a little remix that he did to Rover. Mm-hmm. But like that was just, it was fast paced. But you got to think like how I was saying, like I'm the type of person that's gone. I just look at it as just work. So I'm going to film you just like I film everybody else. So we just mm-hmm. boom, boom. I made sure somebody get us a picture, you know, of me working with them. Then mm-hmm. just say, what's up? All right, man. Good to meet you. Peace out. Do you feel like every time that you do a, a video for a different rap artist that you have to come different every time? Nah, I just I just be myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if, you come, if you come to me, if you come to me, you like my work. You like mm-hmm. my style. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to come different as far as giving you your own look mm-hmm. or like, you know what I'm saying, trying to make yourself stand out when we on that, you know, that level of a different production. Mm-hmm. But you came to me for a certain reason. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to make my video look like the guy over there video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know yeah, what they want. Yeah, you. Yeah, I know what you want. OK, OK. So, yo, Ali, uh, you, you have any like good behind the scenes stories on some of these photo shoots i'm not saying like <laughs> nothing just crazy but like some funny stories like memorable moments memorable anything moment. popping off on a video shoots that 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 you can remember that look what love theo looking like he got he got something it's a lot of stuff that be happening what be happening like what's going on in a video shoot behind it's be too much going on i mean you got you got Women just being, you know what I'm saying, just being there for the rappers. You see a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff to be going on. Like, video just ain't the music video. What you see on the camera, it's just when it's time for everybody to be professional. But when everybody ain't being professional, when the Mm -hmm. camera not recording, all I can say is like a lot of stuff is going down. All I can say is going down. So do you got to be like, hey, one, two, three. Y'all get it. Get it in y'all spot. It's time to shoot. I did it one time. You did? I did it one time. But... I don't do the stuff cause I ain't I ain't finna be that dude who just ruined everybody. You know everybody right. got on. But it was time to work, wasn't it? Only time I did it, man. We was filming. It ended up being like one, two o'clock, and mm. I was tired. And we was filming about like, man, we, I was there setting up like eight hours. Mm. It was like an eight hours setting up and just waiting for all the artists to get there. And then, well, when they got there, I was kind of tired, so we just did what we had to do. Mm-hmm. And they tried to take this like 40, 40 minute long break. You was like, nah, partner, nah, not today. I had, to, I, I had to shut it down. I was like, hey, no, nah, we got this last scene. We ain't got the, I'm lying. I'm like, we ain't got this place for so long. We on the mm-hmm. rent for this amount of time. We had the place rented all night. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I got to go. Wow, I can only imagine. I haven't been in a video yet. 
Yeah. It ain't never too late. It ain't I know, never too late. I know, right? You, you, you might be, you know, work, I might be working with you on some stuff in the future. You know, know, who know, you never know. But what I do want to ask you is about your future goals. I know you do the, you know, video production. What would you like to do long term? I mean, uh, right now, well, long term, what I'm working on as far as my future goals is I started getting to script writing. Mm. I mean, me, I love music. I mean, I love shooting music videos, directing it. But like I was saying, like, my ideas who came from just creativity as far as my thoughts. So when uh when I kind of just got so into, like, dialogues and putting those storylines with music videos, I ended up picking up their interest towards, like, man, maybe I can actually make, a, you know, a whole movie with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, God took you so far to work with Drake and people like this. So, I mean, you ain't going to take no L just giving it a try. So no. I just started writing. Um, I'm writing two, it's like two little small movie scripts I'm writing. Mm-hmm. One of them like a little chick flick and the other one kind of like more dramatic, mm-hmm. kind of like that little Tyler Perry feel to it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's I mean, that's really what I'm working on now. i probably that's be done awesome. writing them like next year. Wow. Like when you do, when you sit down and write like the chick flick, for example. Mm-hmm. Where are you pulling from? Chicks you knew? Not, and, and that's the crazy thing. It's, it's not even that. My mind is just that creative. It be stuff that just pop in my head. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if I see something or I hear something and, and, and like, it just stick to me. I'm like, dang, that'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or, like, man, they, they inspire me. You know, it just be, I just take life situations or just situations I'm in or that I see or hear about, like, it's anything and just keep it in mind. Wow, interesting. Just the creative side yeah. of you. Hmm. Okay, I mean, I've been, well, been working so long, you just, like, just think, you know, just yeah. just think work all day. Just mm-hmm. think video stuff. You got to be a true visionary mm-hmm. to, to even, like, just come up with a movie, in my oh, yeah. opinion. Like, you know, to sit it's, down it's, there and yeah. think out everything. It's a, it, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. When I finish, when I finish writing it, and if we somehow get in production, you hearing it now, mm-hmm. this movie is so funny. Mm. Hey, is that funny? Are you going to get like, are you going to be like over casting for the movie? Like you already got an idea who you want to play. Yeah, I got a, I had a, when I was writing, I had an idea who was going to be who. But my thing is, I don't know if they're going to still be relevant at oh, this time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But in my head, oh, they, oh it's funny. Because mm-hmm. I really want, like, for the chick flick, I really want one people I wanted, and it was Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. Like, she was one person I was thinking of when I was writing. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I like Tiffany Haddish. Like, I, I like her she attitude. She still might be it. around. Yeah, she probably yeah. still be You say you're going to be done by next year? Yeah, it'll be done by next year. Oh, Tiffany will be around. I made a, we made, like, a little couple connections. Like, that's I use everything when a family video, like, when I meet people, mm-hmm. like, just making connections. Just mm-hmm. an honest connection versus just a, hey, you know, just bothering people. Like, I just get to know them. Mm-hmm. So when it do come from when I you know send them some or say something to them, they gonna take it serious because they know me that I was just that serious person. Yeah, well that's good. That's a good way to conduct business. Oh yeah, a good honest that. connection. <laughs> so I know you've been doing a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. Where all have you been? You, I know I saw you in Dubai and stuff. Oh uh, damn, we went a lot of places. We went to Amsterdam, Paris. Mm-hmm. And this is with um, CMG. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, oh, y'all went on a world tour. It was a world tour. It was, a, it was a world tour everywhere in Europe, basically. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went to Dubai twice. And then uh, the second time we went, we ended up going to Tokyo first. Mm-hmm. How was that? Well, Tokyo. Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, it was different. It was different. The only thing that kind of threw me off was like you know the the food different. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta get accustomed to that. But they got some good fish. Some good, yeah, good, good fresh fish. Fish. Yeah. fresh. It, it, it was fresh, fresh. Yeah. And I want, I want, I want used to that. Oh, now, like raw. You yeah, was like, uh, cooking like, a boy, little bit. Like you still see the scales. Mm-hmm. But like when you eat it, though, you like. I can get with I, it. I can get with this. How got, was the nightlife in Tokyo? It reminded me. It really reminded me like New York. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lot going on, but they be they be up. Like all night. Mm-hmm. Like we went to get some food probably about like three in the morning, mm-hmm. and they was doing karaoke still at one of the little bars. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What's going on?" Mm-hmm. But it was still cool. You it was know a good what? Experience. Like when I think about uh, Tokyo, like um, this girl I follow, she was recently in Tokyo, and on her Insta stories, it did remind me of New York. Mm-hmm. It had a New mm-hmm. York feel to it. it. Had a whole New York feel to it. Wow. What What is like your favorite place that you visited? Dubai. What, what, okay, tell me about Dubai. Rich. Yeah. They, got, they king. They king on point. I ain't even going to lie. Like, when we was there, and, like, they kind of gave, you know, they gave us knowledge on, like, how everything work out there. Mm-hmm. And then, and when, once you peep it out, like. How do things work in Dubai? Like, give me a little lesson. Like, the king, like, take care of, in Dubai, the king take care of the people. So, say, so, say you was getting married, but your, your husband ain't have, a, you know, a house or nothing like that. It would give you a house. Mm. It would give you a house and put y'all in that financial situation where you where y'all be stable and y'all can get married and just live there. Mm. You would just work for him. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what would like the man do for him? I mean, like, like you can just be like you probably just be like building stuff for him mm-hmm. or stuff like that, like the other houses. Mm-hmm. You know, like it be it be just stuff like that. Like that's what the rundown there was giving us. Like it be All simple right. stuff like that. Did you meet the king? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. We ain't on that level yet. We be okay. we met a prince. You know, there's a lot of princes out there. Yeah. But like we ain't meet the king yet. You know, people don't people don't get near him. Oh. Okay. From what I from what I feel like. I don't think uh-huh. people get near him. You met the prince though. I the met prince one was cool. of the princes. There's a lot of princes out there though. Is it? Yeah, it's like, man, like around thirty to forty princes out there. Oh wow. In Dubai. In Dubai. Dang. Dubai but it's one king. But it's one king. I always remember there's one oh, king. So these are all his seeds. All no, these princes. Okay. Like they from I'm, different like families, okay. air, like they from different places, oh. but a lot of them in Dubai. You can be a prince and your daddy not the main king. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Okay. That's how it is. It, it, it's kind of random from what we like. What America, we think like, is storybook. Our ideal of it, yeah, yeah. Our ideal of it is different. Like we thinking, okay, he the prince. Like nah, they the prince. Oh. So they all from different places. Did y'all like party in Dubai? Oh, oh yeah. What's going on at nightlife in Dubai though? Man. I've been to a party everywhere in the U.S. Mm-hmm. When I got to Dubai, they they cause this this how they treat you know we a car to us we pull up in the bins you know you that dude you know you pull mm-hmm. up net we pull up we pull up you know and just you know the all black truck with the artists pull in you know you just drop us off in the front door is two Lamborghinis you see a Ferrari mm-hmm. Rolls Royce they they and them just like they they don't like a Malibu. Ooh. Like that's how they rolling. That's how they. You roll. can't even say nothing. Then you know, <laughs> when you when you go inside, it's just a different vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, like I never grown up. I never was that party. I want just too much of that party person. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but like when you experience stuff like that, like oh, I gotta go to these parties. I gotta party with them. Wow. That's how it is for real. That's how it is. You don't never want to stop. So when you like hit the party in Dubai. Yo Gotti on Black Boy JB. Are they catering to you guys walking in or like what's the vibe? What is the yeah, DJ? Like, I mean, like you know you're gonna go to, you know, you VIP. Right. You know, you get the security, 
Like, so wherever, even wherever I go, you know, security going to make sure you good. They're going to follow you, you know, whatever you need. You can tell the security, hey, go get this female from, go spit game off. They'll do that for you. Like, what? They do what you need. What? Like, they do what you need to Did get you done. have to get your security to do that for you? Nah, I did and it myself. Nah, nah, oh, you did, I, I, I did it yourself. Myself. I did it myself. I bet they got some pretty women in Dubai. Beautiful. Huh? Beautiful. Wow. They turn. The idea, you know, I, the crazy thing is, our idea of how it is out there in these other countries, mm-hmm. it is not like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like out here, just slightly better. Slightly better out slightly there. Better. It's slightly better out there. Mm-hmm. Just always. Like, they one up. I think every other country just one up us. Just one up. Just one up. They do exactly what we do. Just one up it. Dang. So where you going next? Where you traveling next? We were supposed to uh, be going to Australia in a few weeks. Oh. But I don't know. What? I was, I, Your schedule I, I, busy. Nah, it ain't that. These flights be long. Really? You don't like, like the long flights? Man, just imagine. This This would really mess me up. When we came from Tokyo, Tokyo ain't had no flight to Dubai. So we had to come back here to Atlanta and, and leave to Dubai the next day. That's backwards, ain't it? Yeah, and them like 13, 14 hours flights. Yeah. So that's like the worst feeling. You I, just I've been on one before to Europe, but I mean you, you got a lot of things to accommodate you while you're on the plane. Well, you got a seat, you know, you got the TV. What you say you don't want to look at no more TV. Yeah, like, like same, now. It, it's so many times you're gonna see these movies mm-hmm. and then so many times you're gonna watch Family Guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. Now, yo, Ali, what inspires you? And the people around me, mm-hmm. everybody, uh, everybody around me who who just I just see just doing good for themselves, or just take an idea of something they want to do and they doing it. Mm-hmm. It just inspires me to just keep pushing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So then it just goes to anybody. It's not just people in the music career. You know that ain't people who just doing nothing. It's just whatever you do, mm-hmm. as long as you pushing it. You know I can just that's just gonna motivate me to keep doing what I'm doing. Okay. Now, are there any things that you do? that that help you be creative like is it just i know you said a lot throughout the pod thoughts come to your mind is it anything stimulating that like you know what i'm saying i mean i just watch a lot of tv okay tv i'm I'm a media person so like i Mm -hmm. sit on i'm the one who's just gonna be on my phone on the computer all day Mm -hmm. like my life gravitated towards that you know there's some there's like videos and stuff that's my life yeah. It, it ended up becoming my life, good or yeah. bad, but, like, it's all I do. Like, I just look at stuff, and then that's how my, my mind just kind of process stuff just and pinpoint them down to stuff like this. So mm-hmm. that's what kind of just helped my ideas out. Yeah, and, like, you know, this whole social media uh, thing, YouTube, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you hear about the young man, seven years old, Ryan the Mind? Wait, Ryan the Toy Review. Ryan seven Toy years old. He was, like, the the number one paid YouTuber. Ryan, 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 it's called Ryan's Tour Review. My five year old. Is it the little kid who, yes. who be just messing with stuff? I heard it. I, I think somebody told me about it. Highest paid. What do you think the outlook is for, I guess, visuals? Like on a YouTube level. What's next? The new, I mean, it, visuals made something new. It just really brought a new outlook on anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like literally, like visuals is the go-to for almost anything. Mm-hmm. It really is. It is like it. It is so like coming up for the future forward. It's gonna, it's gonna keep being that. But only thing that can make it better is somebody come up with like a, 
like a, just something different, like holograms or something like that. I don't that's know. That's probably next. That's There's, like more virtual reality mm-hmm. or some third they, dimension they get type into, shit. Yeah, they get into virtual know. reality. They, I got a virtual reality little video game. Like wow. it's real cool. Like people they like keep people, you interested you know, on another level. Is 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 out the world? Cause their YouTube got these kids uh, hooked, YouTube. zoomed in, like. But at the same time, though, YouTube got kids smarter. Yeah, it got them want to be more independent too. I would a, agree with a that. A lot of them want to, you know, a lot of them maybe want to go down the track of just being like YouTube famous. But at the same time, it's opening a lot of kids' minds to be more creative at a younger age. I I totally mm-hmm. agree with you. Just looking at my five-year-old and the difference between him and my 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. Total opposites. I bet, I bet your five-year-old know how to break that phone. Yeah, what? Phone when he came phone? out, he was messing the with phone. the phone. You give a newborn a phone, mm-hmm. they going to shut up and just be on it. Yes. yes. So you don't think that's a bad thing? Because think this. Your grandma barely know how to work a phone. True. That's technology. You know, mm-hmm. a little kid working technology. Somebody had to think of the idea. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they knowing that growing up, it get them more interested in stuff like technology and everything where they going to want to do other stuff. True. They going to want to learn more about it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know anything unless you're exposed to it. That's true. I won't know nothing about videos if I want exposed to music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you don't never know when I'm going to go. Okay. Well, Mr. Yo Ali, we're about to play a game. You down? Yeah, what's up? It's called True or False. True or False. It's, uh, true or False, okay? And some of the things that I'm going to mention involve some of the people you've done videos for, okay? So you just let me know, True or False. Block Boy JB filed a lawsuit against Fortnite. True or false? That's true. So you heard we, about that? I'm one of the reasons. I'm one who brought it up. Like, what? Tell me how that we went Because <laughs> look, my song Fortnite doing a uh, shoot, shoot. I said that's Block Boy JB dance. I'm going to tell y'all something. I remember the day that the idea came because a lot of people don't remember initially when it happened. You know, before people realized Fortnite was making money from it, you just your idea, you just thought it was free. Mm-hmm. And and when it first came on, my little brother used to play Fortnite, so I knew it when it first came on there. I knew off top, he didn't know yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, we was at the house, like you know, you're, you're dancing on Fortnite now. He was like, dang. So he looked at it, you see everybody tagging him in it now, because you know they had it on like Snapchat and stuff too. Mm-hmm. But like when he, you know, when you see him, like dang. So like one day we was in Washington, we was like, dang man, you didn't get paid for that. Okay. And like then it was like, it, you know, it kind of hit you. And especially like when you, you know, when you when you go back and look like, dang, they made a billion dollars mm-hmm. and I ain't even name it to shoot. And the crazy thing is he didn't care. He didn't even care about getting paid for it. It was really their recognition. It was really their recognition. And a lot, and that, and that came from a lot of them. A lot mm-hmm. of people who sued Fortnite, it was just the fact that they didn't reach out to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't get them no credit. They mm-hmm. renamed it other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm they saying? Called, the kids called them the Fortnite dances. Yeah, and you called them the Fortnite dances. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that was that's the disrespectful part about it. And mm-hmm. that's the reason everybody is suing Fortnite because they didn't even take the time to pay homage to the people who made the dances. Yeah, that's messed up. And you know what else I read in the article? It said that Block Boy JB did not copyright his dance. So... There may be some type of discrepancy with the lawsuit. We copyrighted it sooner than what people actually think we did. Because mm-hmm. once it came, once it came, that was when that was in the middle of copyrighting the days. Oh, okay. So it was already in play. It wasn't like 
boom, he just decided to sue him. Now let me try to copyright mm-hmm. it. It been in play, but you know, stuff don't happen like right. you know, ain't, ain't everything ain't snap of the finger like that all right. the time. Especially trying to copyright something like a dance. Yeah. It's like videos you gotta put together for and everything. Yeah, like how do you copyright a dance? That's yeah, a lot it, of work right there. Huh? It, it's really kinda hard. You know, people to this I still didn't even know when the shoot came out. I didn't even know that was in the music video. Apparently, they Block said I put it in the video. I didn't even know. I thought the wind it up was the the go to dance. Nah, but, baby, know. that shoot was. The shoot, especially when Drake started doing it. What? Mm. Mm. Okay, so true. You said you were right. Oh yeah, yeah you yeah. were right with the true or false game. First one, you were right. Next one, true or false? Offset praises Trump on the government shutdown. Is that true or false? I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think that's true. So you say it's false? Yeah, it's false. You're correct. You're correct. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody messing with no Trump. Ain't nobody messing with no Trump. Offset went in on Donald Trump with this government shutdown. What are your thoughts on the government shutdown? Hey, people ain't getting paid. My brothers and sisters ain't out here getting paid. I ain't Mm -hmm. even going to say my brothers and sisters. Ain't nobody out here getting paid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's people who get really getting evicted. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's that's something sad. That's real sad. It is sad. And, um... People were hoping that it would end today, but it's not looking like that. No. How, how long do you think Trump going to go? People don't realize Trump is an a entertainer. Mm-hmm. Trump, Trump ain't no president. He's an entertainer. I really feel like when he did not think he was going to win that election, he really was going to do it, lose, and then come up with an episode or a new TV show. Mm-hmm. But he ain't Make no winning. Make some more money. Yeah, but now he just he just playing it out. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he going he gonna to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, that unfortunately, wild. you know, unfortunately, it's gonna turn out there because people gonna come to the point where I feel like they're gonna be desperate, like, "Hey, we need these jobs. Like, we need to do something." Mm-hmm. Well, either that or they just gonna go on here and kick him out, and they don't look like that's happening no time mm-hmm. soon. Because he really ain't got that much longer. He ain't got that much longer, mm-hmm. so he gonna ride it out. Yeah, he gonna make everybody mad before he gotta go. Wow. So you got that one correct. Now the last true or false. Come on, your Ali. Is Pusha T threatening Drake with another diss? True or false? Ain't nobody worried about no Pusha T. He ain't finna release no other diss. Oh my God! Yes, he is. He's talking about it, but he ain't finna do it. And it's because it, if he do, he gonna lose. He gonna lose. All right, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. Mm-hmm. The first diss he did, it wasn't good. Everybody just it just got big because he said something about Drake's son. Imagine that whole diss without that part. Yeah, that was the kind of uh, exactly. Good. Nobody even talking about the song. They just talk about that one thing. Well, check this out. This what Pusha T tweeted today. Okay. You tried. You failed. I'm hearing you want to try again. This time, I'm not gonna play with you. Any of you. He didn't. He didn't say Drake, but everybody's thinking like this is some old this shit coming. If if Drake <laughs> want to try again, if he actually tried again. Mm-hmm. He a hundred percent confident that he finna body him. Mm-hmm. So that's that means you don't want to mess with him then, mm-hmm. cause you you gotta think if you finna try again in your head, you really got some. That means you, you really got something. something. You got something. So so you like Drake music? Are you like I know you do dude. his video, but like were you a fan before that? The craziest thing was when we first when we know when I was getting to filming. Uh, we was at the when he did the worst behavior shoot. Mm-hmm. We was there, me and Theo. We in the video. Really, it's like a millisecond though. Mm-hmm. You gotta pause it at the right part. <laughs> you gotta pause it and you gotta look. You gonna see my head like this, and you gonna see Theo like this. Like we in the video. Wow. And then on top of that, uh, like 
he walked right past us. This when I was still rapping though. You know, mm-hmm. I was this my last year of rapping. So, you know, I was you know, he he walked by us, I gave him a handshake, like, Well Drake. His security tried to stop me at first, but then he was like, Nah, he cool. Mm-hmm. And boom, so we just at the party and them hanging out and stuff like that. And the crazy thing is, I was like, dang, I like, I was just interested in the cameraman who was shooting the video. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, like some years later, I'm the one who's shooting him now. Back Ain't in the that city. something? Full circle. Always. Oh, wow. Is there anybody you want to work with right now that you haven't worked with? Shoot, I want to work like Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. I want to work with people like them. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to actually show people like my my mind my mindset and creativity like go far yeah and he's a very creative person so y'all can just mm-hmm. feed off of each other always wow now let's talk about a couple of current event situations um i'm sure you've heard about jay-z and meek mill um doing prison reform a big prison reform initiative mm-hmm. and they're trying to you know really put the work in i believe van jones is like the whole ceo of this whole project but they're pulling together a bunch of power, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to really make change. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, that that's a, that's a real cool thing. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it's 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 a situation that should always be brought up. It never was brought up. It was always hard, especially like the African American community in that. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes from people who are just ex felonies and stuff like that. So yeah. somebody even bring awareness to it and attempting to do something like that, like it's big. Cause ain't nobody, ain't nobody just really focused on the on those people. Yeah, you know, it's just like everybody make mistakes, but now they gotta live with this, you know, these old these old laws that just change now, but they still suffering from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's real cool. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah, prison reform is very real, and you know, I guess Memphis kind of got a little taste of it when Kim Kardashian helped Miss Alice. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're getting out of jail, but um, a lot of celebrities are stepping up now, so I think that's awesome. It's real cool. The more I, I hate that is, it, it takes like the celebrities to to step why, in. You know to why bring now? It. Because yeah. we got a celebrity as the president. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they yeah. kind of change things a little bit, in my opinion. You do more than change things. You just make stuff like yeah, whatever. Yeah. But it, uh, but when it comes to that situation though. It's, it's one of those situations where it's like it's it's a real positive that like I don't think nobody mm-hmm. could just disagree disagree on. I think that's true. That's true. They was trying to hate on Kim. I said, man, you can't <laughs> hate on Kim for that now. Come on. <laughs> okay, last current event topic: Chris Brown. Are you a Chris Brown fan? That's my that's my boy. I'm a Breezy fan. We were supposed to go hoop with him though. I like I like Breezy. Well, Breezy was just in Paris, and you know. They said he raped somebody. However, he was released real quick by Parisian authorities, mm-hmm. like, next day. But it's like, to me, okay, the girl says, you know, he raped her. Police must didn't think that happened because he got right out of jail. Right out. And now it's still this big stigma on Chris. Like, do you think he'll ever get over this black ball phase he's been in? No, I think with this situation— it's gonna benefit him in a positive. It's gonna benefit you think him so? in a positive life. Because mm-hmm. once so? they found out she was lying and they released him everything, you know he pressing charges on her now. I saw that. So so it's gonna it's gonna benefit in a positive way because it's gonna be an impact on showing like, uh, you know it's it's not always the man. Mm-hmm. You know people do get you know raped. And that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. But a lot of men, a lot of men celebrities, especially being black. Was was accused of some things they really didn't do. 
Mm. You know, and it always went bad on them. Mm-hmm. And especially when you, it was just wrong. And just they just messed up this time when you think Chris Brown. It's Chris Brown. <laughs> you know, I'm a cameraman and I was in Paris and I had three females. Mm-hmm. You, you talking about Chris Brown now. Chris Brown, I am a of them. No, he ain't got to rape me. He ain't got to rape nobody. Well, well, you know, I've seen a lot of men to come out to say he ain't got to rape nobody and things like that. But the, that wasn't what sold me. What sold me was they said he was with his girlfriend. You know, I'm like, well, why would he leave his girlfriend, go rape you, and come back and hang you. out? Come back and just like none ain't happened. Right. So that's what's kind of sticking with me. But um, every time Chris put a project out, I love Chris Brown's music. Mm-hmm. So you know, he got a new record, Undecided, and mm-hmm. that's a real cute video. You seen that video? Oh, yeah, look. I like that. Every, everything he do, he got his style. Chris mm-hmm. Brown got a, he got a certain style that he gonna do for all his videos. Mm-hmm. You know, so. You know it's Chris Brown's video. You, yeah, it got a special stamp mm-hmm. on it, like Yo Ali. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, Yo Ali, thank you so much for visiting the Verbally Effective Podcast. Um, no problem. It's so many levels to you. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate our discussions today. No problem. And how can everybody follow you on social media? Uh, you can find me on all social media, Frederick underscore Ali, F-R-E-D-R-I, the letter V-K underscore Ali. Or we can just type in Yo Ali with two O's and I'll pop up. All right, thank you so much, Yo Ali, for visiting the Verbally Effective Podcast. I appreciate you.